I'm Woody Huffines, and this is the Owner's Voyage Podcast, a journey to business ownership. In this podcast, we'll talk about how to make that journey more fun, more rewarding, hopefully more profitable, as well as tips for staying away from potholes, dead ends, traps, and washed out bridges. We hope you join us. Welcome to episode number 29. You gotta make them drink the water. One of the best pieces of advice that I ever received. When we were young, we were hired to do lifeguard duties at a at a drilling company it was an oil field, oil field kind of world we were being uh, the lifeguards at, at a pool that was being run by an old man that uh old man Payne. he had had a drilling company and made a bunch of money in the 30s and 40s and his uh, mansion became his offices and he ran the pool and the tennis courts for his employees since the pool or the office if you had kids you could bring them to work with you and they could swim all day while you worked which was a pretty good deal for everybody. Well, the attorneys decided that he probably needed to have lifeguards. And so we went to go lifeguard at the pool. And the guy that had been running the pool was an old tool pusher. The guy had been in the oil field. And he'd been in the oil field since, you know, Christ was a corporal. I was 17, 18 years old. He was probably 65. But he looked like Methuselah. You could strike a match anywhere on his body. And he was showing us how to run the pool and how to run the chemistry and how to vacuum the pool and how to do all this stuff. So the first day the pool's open, his name was Mr. Frank. Mr. Frank opened the gate and all the little kids trooped down the side of the pool and they pulled a four-ounce Dixie cup out of a four-ounce Dixie cup dispenser. And they dipped it in the pool and they drank a cup of the pool water and then they threw the cup away and they jumped in the pool. And we were saying, hmm. So he said, Mr. Frank... What are they doing? He said, son, they're drinking the water. If you're going to maintain the chemistry on the pool, you got to make them drink the water because it's a known fact you will not pee in water today that you know you're going to drink tomorrow. It's the best advice I ever got. If you can find a way so that if somebody causes you pain, they share in that pain. In fact, they drink the water. Then you have a way to make sure that you modify their behavior because you can talk to people all day long. Lord knows I've had a bunch of people in my life that think if they talk long enough about something with somebody that they're going to effectively change their mind or change their opinion, that you can talk somebody into behaving one way or another. And in my experience, that's probably not the case. However, if you find a way to make them share the pain, if you find a way to make them drink the water, they'll quit peeing in the pool. Because if there's a natural consequence for your behavior, you learn pretty quickly. Let me give you a couple examples. We had a child that had a dog, and the dog slept in the child's room, and on Saturday morning, the child did not want to get up because high schoolers never want to get up in the morning. But the dog had an abiding interest in wanting to go outside. So the kid had let the dog out of the room, but not out of the house, which meant that when I came back in the house from doing whatever I was doing, I had to deal with a little doggy surprise someplace in the house because the dog... While the dog wanted out of the room, the dog really wanted out of the house. So I told my child in question, here's the thing. The next time I deal with dog poop, because you didn't get the dog outside on Saturday morning, I'm going to put it on your pillow. You read me. Oh, yes, sir. Got it. All right. Not a problem. Sure enough, a couple of weeks later, I get up. There's a little surprise for the, from the dog in the in the living room, and so... The daughter got up and she went to do something and I cleaned up the problem with some paper towels and I left the little surprise on her pillow. Now, I did leave it on the paper towel, but when she got home, I heard this scream running through the house. You left dog poop on my pillow. Well, I told you I was going to. Why are we surprised? 
This is a way of making somebody drink the water. Another example with kids, kids come into your room and get your phone charger, come into your room and get your shampoo or your soap or your whatever it is that you think they think that they want without telling you, they just make your stuff disappear. So I had a kid that was doing that kid came home one day and the laptop was missing. They came and said to me, Hey, where's my laptop? I said, well, I don't know, but I think you should find it. After a significant extended search, they came back and said, do you know where my laptop charger is? <laughs> yes, I do. I think you should find it. In other words, if my stuff's going to disappear, your stuff's going to disappear. If you don't want them to pee in the pool, make them drink the water. Now, this concept works with kids, certainly, and it works with spouses, and it works with neighbors, and it works with bosses, and it works with employees, and it works with the people that you go to in stores, as soon as you figure out how you can make somebody share in whatever pain they're causing you, the less likely they are to share that pain. Another example, we've all worked for somebody that's a micromanager, or we've all worked for somebody that wants to give you direction all the time, and that direction changes. So there's a list of 15 things that they need for you to do, and that 15 things is always evolving and always changing, and you know you can only get about eight of them done. I had a boss that way. Not a problem. Stand in my office, put on a whiteboard. What do you want done? Write the things down. One through 17. Okay. I have got durations of like this, this, and this, and this, and this, and this. So those are the things that I can accomplish this week. That's six things. There are six things there that I can accomplish this week. So are those the six things that you want me to do? Okay, so we underline those. And then the next day, the boss comes in and says, hey, we need to do this, 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 and it's four or five more things. Real simple. You take them back to the whiteboard, you point to the whiteboard and say, okay, here were the things that I could accomplish this week. Here are the things that you've asked for. Which of those things goes away? In other words, in other words, boss, if you're going to continue to give me different priorities, then let's put timelines on those things. And you can choose the pain that you're causing me because I've got 27 balls in the year. So you're going to have to pick which balls are going to come down and which ones aren't. In this case, it's a way to make that boss drink the water of shifting priorities and shifting task lists and changing things. And then gives them time maybe to reflect on and think about what the next thing that they want is. Because as soon as they figure out that there's a limited amount of time, effort, and uh, resources that you have to make decisions and boss those are the resource decisions that you need to make if you can tie those things together make them drink the water you'll quit having that problem them peeing in your pool again the idea of making them drink the water is sharing the negative consequence so that when they make a decision or they take an action if there's a negative outcome that they share in that negative outcome that's what drinking the water is about now, that's a little bit different from something that's kind of analogous, or at least it's an axiom of drinking the water or maybe related to drinking the water. And that's the idea of making sure that people have skin in the game. You've heard the term. Make sure they have skin in the game. Well, a skin in the game means that you're sharing the risk of the alternatives that you are proposing. So that if your investment counselor makes money based on how much money you make as opposed to making money just because you invest money, he has some skin in the game. Your success becomes his success. Your failure becomes his failure. He has skin in the game when he makes those decisions. The example that I think is the best of this week 
uh, here we are in the COVID world, and the COVID thing has become pretty political. And I saw an article written where some epidemiologist had said that the current administration had completely and totally mismanaged the whole COVID crisis, and they did epidemiology all wrong. Now, I'm not an epidemiologist, and everything I know about epidemiology, you could write on ahead of a pen with a magic marker. But I do know this. How he determined you should handle an epidemiological crisis is purely from his standpoint as an epidemiologist. And so while he might have great ideas about how you could absolutely have shut down and stopped the spread of COVID-19, he doesn't have any skin in the game when it comes to what happens to the economy. He doesn't have any skin in the game what happens to the small businesses and the restaurants and the bars and the wedding venues and all the places that close. He has one focus. And his focus and his expertise is stop the spread of the disease. But no alternative that you pick comes without consequences. Tonstoffel, remember, there's no such thing as a free lunch. If you choose to say, for example, you come out and say, okay, everybody has to stay home. Nobody can come out. Nobody can do anything. We are all sheltered in place. No businesses can open until we have a COVID-19 shot. Until there's, a, until there's an antiviral shot for COVID-19, we're just going to shut down the economy. Well, while that may shut down the disease, it has consequences. It has consequences in the tax base. It has consequences for the real estate people who aren't able to collect rent because their tenants can't earn the living that they need to do to collect the rent. There's people who live in abusive environments who are now locked in with their abuser. There's mental health problems. There's the school problems. There's a wide range of problems that come along with advocating one course of action from one myopic viewpoint. And the same thing is true in business. If someone's giving you advice about your business, but they don't have any skin in the game, and they have a myopic view or a one-dimensional view of how things should happen, they don't understand what the additional risks are or what the problems are because they don't have skin in the game. And the only way to get them to understand those risks, attend to those risks, think about those risks, is if they share in those risks. In business, it is a very complex and multidimensional and very dynamic situation. And there's a lot of things that affect a lot of other things. And we've been talking about systems thinking, and this is a part of it. So if somebody comes in to a system, like a business system or an economic system, and they have a myopic view or a one-sided view or a limited view of how to fix the problem without understanding the risks that you create by making a choice, they don't have skin in the game. So that's the second piece. First of all, make sure that if you have a negative outcome, the people who cause the negative outcome share in the pain. That's called making them drink the water. The second piece is if somebody comes in and gives you advice or has a plan of action or something that they think you should do, you have to find a way to get skin in the game. Get their skin in the game. If it's an advertising company and they're telling you this is how much they can make, how much money they can make for your business, then you find a way to sign a contract so that they share in the upside, but they also share in the downside risk. Make sure that they have skin in the game. It's a little different than drinking the water because the negative outcome, it's hard to make them share the negative outcome. But if you can get the risks aligned so that everybody that's in the game has skin in the game and shares in the risk of the game, you're probably going to get better outcomes. So for episode number 29, those are the two things I'd tell you. First of all, if you have people peeing in a pool, figure out how to make them drink the water. And the second thing is, if people are going to give you advice, and especially if that advice involves business or business risk, make sure that they have skin in the game because you'll probably get better advice if they're going to suffer pain if they give you bad advice. Either way, 
The idea is to build a community or to build at least a team that's all trying to accomplish the same things and understands that if there are bad things that happen, bad things happen with them, or if good things don't happen, the good things don't happen for them, or that if good things do happen, they get to share in the upside. Make them drink the water, get skin in the game. This is episode number 29 of The Owner's Voyage. We'll hope you join us next time.